Good morning, die harders. Who's ready to live free or die hard? This is the Shogun on the SW Experience Reviews. And today I will be reviewing Black Adam, The Man in Black, the last real movie of the DCEU before the Gun and Saffron takeover. Here we go. Alright, how it normally works is I do a non-spoiler review and uh, then I dive into the spoiler details. But before I dive into the non-spoiler review, I'm going to give some nice meaty background into this film. Because this film had a long road to go before it made its way onto our screens and our theaters. So I'm going to kick it. So I'm going to give it some fair background, dive into the non-spoiler. And ah, then we can get into what I loved about the movie, what I didn't really find actually there weren't a lot of things that i didn't like about black adam because well let me just say this before i dive into it black adam is a good movie y'all are just hating anyway let's uh dive into it 2007 the rock reveals he's playing black adam not shazam well because you see in 2007 the rock was wasn't the big hollywood name we know now he was still an ex-pro wrestler who was transitioning from wwe into the world of hollywood and around about that time the movies he'd done were the rundown a great movie one of my personal favorites walking tall good not as great as the rundown but still good scorpion king his very first movie which was i guess a prequel to the mummy returns he was also in the mummy returns as the scorpion king and one of the ugliest cgi creations ever i mean the dude looks like a ps2 character i mean damn man how you have imhotep in the first mummy movie looking amazing and yet in the second movie the rock comes in as a big old half man half scorpion and it looks it's like where did the money go hey where did the money go why does he look like a PS2 character. Why did the movie stop? Why, why, who's plugging in this video game? Anyway, aside from that, moving away from that, yeah, he was an actor. He also did Doom. That was a good movie, despite what people say. It's one of the few good video game adaptations out there. And in 2007, while he was doing press for Southland Tales, a movie that I hear is not that great, but I'll see for myself. Maybe I'll even review it someday down the line. He was doing press for Southland Tales, and he revealed that... Well, back then there was a rumor going around that he was set up, one of the roles he was set up to get was Captain Marvel, and he revealed that he was actually going to play Shazam, not Captain Marvel, aka Shazam. And he stated, not Shazam, but Black Adam. Now, that's not very clear. He's a character that I can't wait to play. When they first approached me about playing Captain Marvel, they said, there's also this interesting character, too, called Black Adam. This was about a year ago on the set of Get Smart. I said, okay, great. <laughs> and thus began our 15-year journey a very long 15-year year journey with many speed bumps and waiting periods as we ran out of as the damn 
Road to Shazam and Black Adam ran out of gas for a few years and we had to wait for the, the movie to finally get rolling, the people at DC to get shit back. But anyway, in 2007, The Rock said that he was going to do Black Adam. And it wasn't until 2009 that, you know, we kind of got word officially that, oh yeah, dude has been cast as Black Adam and a script is being written for this movie. So, yeah. Anyway, but even in, then they went through dark for several years. I'm talking several years, 10, 11, 12, nothing. They announced, yeah, a script is being written. We have a cast, but we have no director, no producer, no nothing, no budget. We got nothing. So then the movie went quiet for a long time. Keep in mind the gap between 2009 and 2013 was also uh, the time of Green Lantern, Green Hornet, and a few other DC duds that shall remain nameless. <coughs> Excuse me, there's a draft in here. But until 2013, The Rock reveals that he had a meeting with DC execs, and it wouldn't be until 2014 that he was officially announced as Black Adam as part of the new DCEU and it was he confirmed in 2014 that he's playing Black Adam for real this time there is a definite you know a stamp right now this isn't just a case of well I, I would like to play Black Adam or him saying Black Adam no 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 DC and him came out and be like The Rock is gonna be Black Adam yeah that's what's gonna be and at the time he announced this on Twitter by saying I mean he confirmed it on Twitter by saying Kneel at his feet, or get crushed by his boot. My honor to become Black Adam, the anti-hero. Hashtag DC Comics. This was actually the first time that dude said Black Adam was an anti-hero as opposed to a straight-up villain, which he is in the comics, video games, and so on. Showed the, even then, even way back then in 2014, that's the way that DC was going to go with the character. And that's where The Rock wanted to go with the character and then there would be nothing for another two for like two more years 15 16 it wasn't until 2017 that they revealed he had yet another meeting and he said now things were finally cooking with peeps behind the scenes and in uh instagram post he went on just in 2017 he said had a cool and strategic meeting with the heads of dc about their entire universe as a hardcore dc fan to get a real sense of the tonal shifts and developments coming in these future movies had me fired up Something we as DC fans have all been waiting for a very long time. Hope, optimism, and fun. Even when talking about the most ruthless villain slash anti-hero of all time finally coming to life, prepare yourselves, DC Universe. And it was a bit mysterious, but it wouldn't be long before it was revealed what he actually meant by that. You see, The Rock was kind of a big deal now. He wasn't a wrestler transitioning to movies. He was kind of he was forbes highest paid actor at one point he was kind of the biggest thing in hollywood so it didn't make sense to kind of put him as the villain in someone else's story to like have a bit part in someone else's story it wasn't until 2017 that they announced that black adam is now officially getting his own movie he's not going to be in the shazam movie and yeah the rock it basically solely on the fact of not because of black adam's popularity black adam has his own popularity but not enough popularity to green light a movie it was solely because the guy they cast to play black adam had become so fucking famous it wouldn't make sense to just have him be a villain in someone else's story it would make a lot of more sense and probably a lot more money to make him the main character of his own movie and somewhere down the line have a crossover event with shazam that would make even more money because how else would people want to see 
crossover events versus movies. You don't believe that? Go see the box office returns for Alien vs. Predator, Freddy vs. Jason, Kramer vs. Kramer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is the new joke here. <sighs> anyway, The Rock would comment with, you spoke with MTV in 2017 about the expansion in the DC Universe by saying, We've had great discussions with Jeff Johns over there at DC. This is a really, really fun, cool time for a DC right now. Because they're really in the process of truly world building and building out. They weren't. There was no plan. There was the world building. This was a movie by movie basis. Come on. That is just my take. It says, we're seeing that with Wonder Woman and Aquaman. We have a few surprises down the line. So what we decided to do was actually create a scenario where Black Adam is having his standalone movie. Shazam will have his standalone movie. Then we're building our world up that way. And we can come together at some other point. Yeah, the plan was at some point they would have Black Adam and Shazam face off, even though he was originally going to be in the Shazam movie. At some point, the, there were talks that there was like Black Adam was going to be in Suicide Squad 2 because the premise of that movie was going to be the Suic Amanda Waller assembling the Suicide Squad to take on a weapon of mass destruction. That weapon would wind up being Black Adam, and that was before James Gunn was cast and everything changed so that the WMD would turn out to be Starro. I was that's still a good movie, but I can't help but wonder what the movie would have looked like if the main villain had been Black Adam. There's no believable way you could have characters like Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, and Rick Frickin' Flag be t out here taking on Black Adam, a god level being only rivaled by the likes of Superman and Captain Marvel. I mean, you could do that, but you just couldn't do that believably. That's what I that's just my opinion on the matter. A uh, bit of that. That premise actually did kind of make it into the Black Adam movie in sense, but it wasn't the Suicide Squad this time. It was the Justice Society because, you know, Amanda Waller is the one who contacts the JSA and tells them about Black Adam and that they need to take him down, which makes more sense because, let's be honest, the Suicide Squad are just people. They're just common shitty people. He would destroy them in an instant if they were deployed. It makes more sense that Amanda Waller would try to deploy bigger guns because there's a much bigger threat on the horizon, a threat big enough that Task Force X can't handle. <clears throat> yeah. So in 2017, Andy Muschietti was rumored to be the director of Black Adam, and for those who know, Andy Muschietti directed the It movie, which was really fucking awesome, one of the highest grossing uh, R-rated movies of all time, I think. Actually, one of the highest grossing horror movies of all time, too. That is a fantastic horror movie. Andy Muschietti was a brilliant director and he was set to direct Black Adam ultimately he would go on to direct The Flash instead and as of I'm, the time I'm recording this video that movie which was supposedly filmed sometime in 2021 and set for release date initially in 2022 has yet to see the light of day and the year currently is 2023 that movie has been sitting on a fucking shelf somewhere I was initially so hyped to see this film when the release date was originally January, but then they've moved it, and now my anticipation has waned to the points that I'm not even, I don't, not that I don't care anymore, I don't care as much as I used to. There, that's what I got to say about Andy Muschietti's Flash movie. Whew, anyway, moving on to 2018, The Rock confirmed he wasn't in Shazam. You know, optimistically, he gave a release date for 2019, which was a little too optimistic, given when the movie eventually came out. 
So for t- between 2019 and 2020, the movie essentially treaded water. Not a whole lot happened until late 2018, August of 2018, when producer Hiram Garcia gave fans a big update and things finally got rolling. <laughs> yeah. There was this quote, uh, we just got our latest script from Adam Zitkiel, I hope I said him that right, we're doing some revisions on it, we're extremely excited about it, the studio is very excited about it, and I'm telling you man, as a comic book fan, when this thing comes out, it is going to be amazing, laughs, this is the fanboy in me talking to you, it's going to deliver on the goods of everything you'd want to see Black Adam do, he's going to be doing in this film. Especially when he's not a Boy Scout. Especially when he's got edge on him. Like, he's not the Boy Scout superhero. He's the guy that, like, okay, you cross him, well, it rips your head off. And then move on to the next guy. Yes, he was a superhero who killed. And if this movie had come out... Let me preface this about Black Adam. I really enjoyed the movie. And if this movie had come out, say, in 2009 then this movie would have it would have changed things drastically in the dc's favor if it had come out in its initial 2019 initially planned release date of 2019 it would have still things would have still swung kind of but not as much in dc's favor it would have been a lot better if it had come out then but you know you'd know it comes in it wasn't until 20 the movie keep in mind all this time even with The Rock's casting being done way back in 2014 and scripts being worked on between then and 2018 and Hiram Garcia being attached and The Rock being attached and DC Greenline the movie, all that. The movie didn't even get a director until 2019. So, yeah. Filming began in 2020. So, yeah. You know why that was kind of problematic? The uh, global bastard that claimed several lies, forced everyone to stay home, and yeah, kind of wrecked Hollywood, and kind of just put all of Hollywood on pause for almost two whole years, including Black Adam was one such project that was just put on hold until things eased up. Until 2020, when filming continued and DC fandom happened, Black Adam dropped a teaser for Black Adam. Uh, the Rock dropped a teaser for Black Adam. It was really cool. This animated teaser where he was like, Condog needed a hero. Instead, they got me. Emphasizing the point that the Black Adam wasn't necessarily the Boy Scout hero who fought to protect the innocent as much as he was an anti-hero who fought to punish the guilty. He was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, and he wasn't afraid to cross the line of killing bad guys. He's not Superman. But then again, a lot of DC heroes aren't afraid to cross the line of killing their opponents. Wonder Woman kills fucking parademons. Batman kills... Batman shoots people in the damn nightmare sequence. He pulls a gun out and caps motherfuckers. Superman kills people. Fucking everybody in DC, when you think about it, kills people. The only guy who doesn't is, I think, Shazam himself. Yeah, fucking, if that's why I said if this movie came out in 2009, it would have changed things drastically, because at that point, we hadn't seen heroes who were okay killing people. The closest we got to it was Wolverine in X2, when he killed all those soldiers attacking the X-Mansion. So, yeah, and if it had come out in 2009, it would have been ahead of its time, because a bright burn hadn't happened, the boys hadn't happened yet, Man of Steel 
with Superman killing Zod, that hadn't happened yet. If it had come out in 2019, it would have been, it would have changed a lot of things. It wouldn't have changed everything, but it would have changed a lot of freaking things. But since it came out in 2019, and one of the movie's biggest selling points is that Black Adam is a hero who kills, it's like, so does everyone else, man. You know, everyone else kills too. All the heroes in DCEU kill people at some point. You know, look at the fucking Suicide Squad. They're all killers. Every single one of them. Anyway, finally, in April 2021, uh, the journey really got rolling and Black Adam kicked off filming, meaning that the long road and the dream held by The Rock had finally been realized. All that persistence, optimism, patience, you know, scratching and clawing to get the film made, blood, sweat, tears, passion had finally paid off and Black Adam was set to release in theaters on October 21, 2022. And boy, howdy, it did. Whew! This is the moment you've all been waiting for. This is the Black Adam review. Huh? <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna dive in, just breeze past this non-spoiler section because I already used ate up a lot of time with the background of this movie. So I'm just gonna dive right into it. Um, Black Adam is a great movie. I love any movie where The Rock isn't the rock you know just where he seemed to be actually playing a character as opposed to playing a version of himself uh ellis hodge uh ellis hodge pierce brosnan i pierce brosnan, pierce brosnan is one of my favorite actors and not only that but one of my i think he's gotta pretty much my gotta be my favorite james bond no he is he's actually my favorite james bond i grew up watching him as bond and he nails it in the role of dr fate uh, Noah Centineo does a pretty good job as, I think, what was his name? Captain, Adam Smasher, yeah. So, yeah. Um, what else? Um, I like the movie's lighting, the way the movie was shot and edited, the action sequences, um, the music. Yeah, it was really good use of music there, even in the trailer. And this was the most it was very much when i said like the last snyderverse movie because it had slow-mo sequences it had like that man of steel like style to it when the characters fought it was reminiscent of how superman fought zon man of steel like whenever black adam would fight a character how he would zoom through at rapid speeds you know there's that so hmm yeah overall i really like this movie from beginning to end it works as both an origin story for black adam and kind of a backdoor origin story for the jsa plus it does uh it sets up an interesting about and you know it would have been interest about between shazam and the man of steel at the end it would have been interesting to see where this world would have gone had the DCEU remained intact. It would have been interesting, I mean, very interesting to see where The Rock would take this character and how he would interact with the rest of the DCEU, how his existence would, as The Rock put it, you know, shift the balance of power within the DCEU. It would have been 
really great. Um, overall, I give this movie an 8.8 out of 10. Yeah, high praise for me, man. It's really up there. I had a blast watching it. Uh, there were a few things that I could find to nitpick at. You know, there were a few moments where like, oh, wait, why doesn't he just... Yeah, so yeah, there's that. There's so many things I've enjoyed about this movie. I absolutely would recommend it. I would... I am gonna see it again. It's... It's really up there, man. It's a really good movie. At least I think it is. Yeah, that was the non-spoiler review. Here is the spoiler-filled review. Warning, warning, if you still want to see the movie without spoilers, and I recommend you should, you know, check out at this moment and check back in once you've seen the film. And yeah, spoiler review coming in three, two, one. Dragons! I really like the painted black scene at the beginning of the movie where black adam after he's been resurrected if he's been you know freed he's like everything's going in slow motion shit's blowing up missiles are flying bullets are bouncing off him he's zapping people he's clap using sonic claps to get them and then he's dropped a grenade in dude's mouth then when everything moves back to regular speed the guy's like oh and boom he goes up and everything he said in motion blows up with him and as he slow as he like gently glides down the ground this wall of explosions go off behind him and he walks away all badass and shit despite his raggedy ass cape i mean hoodie yeah despite the raggedy hoodie i don't know why his hoodie looks so raggedy i mean but everything else looks okay why is his hoodie raggedy i mean uh, I love the thing, but I do love the um the fact that the hero. Do you know the superhero movies have this thing where the first costume the hero has isn't all that great, but the second one it's like, oof, man, now that's what I call a costume. That is a costume right there. That's definitely what happens here. As at the beginning of the movie, for like most of the movie, you know, at the beginning of the movie, Black Adam comes out. He the the gold lightning bolt on his chest is kind of faded. It's not as prominent as it is and his hoodie is all black and it's got like tears and rips in it it's very much a sign that oh yeah this is a person who's it's like he's been buried for hundreds of years so of course there's gonna be some wear and tear on him but later in the movie once he becomes shazam again he gets like these gold gauntlets gold boots and you know he really gets his proper comic accurate outfit and it looks amazing if there's another thing i can praise dc for one one of the few things i can praise dc for that they always get on point it's the costumes it absolutely breathtaking some of these costumes that they got whether it's black adam or superman in his black and his black costume with the silver s batman they always nail the characters costumes that i applaud them for more than anything they always get the costumes right you know and even some of the wacky costumes that look corny as fuck and some of the costumes like aquaman's they find a way to make it look cool like black adams i mean aquaman's costume is corny as fuck it's orange and green for fuck's sake i mean but in the movie, they made it in such a way that it, it's not, it doesn't look orange, it looks gold. And it makes all the difference because it looks fucking badass. Shit. And it doesn't help, it helps that Jason Momoa also looks badass too, so shit, man. 
Oh, the perfect guy for the job in that regard, and the perfect guy for the job in this regard, too. Well, when you think about it, he's the only guy for the job. There's not really a big net for... There aren't that many people who could play Black Adam, and there are those who, other people who possibly could wouldn't be able to play Black Adam like The Rock is here. See, because uh, I give praise whenever The Rock does anything different. Like, you know, a, a Doom or Get Smart. Any movie where he's not the clean-cut, smiley, good guy. Throwing one-liners and shit like he is in, I don't know, Jungle Cruise or, you know. Any movie where The Rock is doing something different where he's not the, who is his usual charismatic self. Like, there's a theory online. There's not a theory. There's general consensus online that The Rock essentially plays the same guy in every movie. You know, uh, I'm not. I don't. I, I'm not gonna boil it down because we'd be here all day if I spent any more time talking about the rock. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Shit, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. Mm. Aldous Hodge absolutely kills it in the role of Hawkman, as do the rest of the members of the Justice Society, particularly Pierce Brosnan. What sucks about that is that he's awesome in the role. Thing is. It doesn't suck that he's awesome in the role. It, the reason it sucks that he's awesome in the role is because he's on. This is a one-off. Fate dies, man. Fate dies at the end. So is, we're never gonna see this character again. It's like it's like David Harbour when he was Hellboy. He was a great character trapped in a bad movie. Problem is, the bad movie means that we're never gonna see this great character again. We might see Hellboy again, but it won't be his version of Hellboy. Shit, it's fucking mental you know like we have this great and pierce brosnan isn't a bad actor in a bad movie he's a good actor in a great movie dude i mean he's a great actor in a great movie he nailed this role damn i never thought when it came to like who could play dr fate i didn't think anybody could do it. i didn't put much thought into it but when they said like pierce brosnan's gonna do it it's like shit yeah yeah man it's like they just they got it first time off the bat the right guy i'm like yeah yeah that's right this brother could definitely nail this part and he does oh man it's great his fate when he takes on black adam and he got like these copies of him trying to tackle him down he's using his magic he's twisting the world around him in this like mirror dimension thing it's very reminiscent of doctor strange and it's it's fucking brilliant man it's brilliant Oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> when the JS, uh, Amanda Wallace summons the JSA to take on Black Adam, because you know he's this real powerful figure that's reawakened, and you know realistically she doesn't want a character like that just living life because he's a threat to the kind of stuff she wants to do. You know, like the shady black off stuff that she gets up to, and you can't have a godlike figure out there without some kind of restraint or monitoring but yeah so yeah she sends the jsa after them and the jsa team consists of uh adam smasher i don't know what the chick's name was i don't know what her name is she had wind powers she's there like storm and then dr fate who's who's <laughs> who's kind of there it's the jsa in this movie is basically the x-men yeah, it's basically like a government-sanctioned X-Men. You know, Amanda Wall's X-Men is like, you know, um, you have Aldous Hodge being like the Cyclops of the group, and you have 
um he's also like the cyclops in terms of like he's the leader but he's also the angel of the group because he can fly and has wings there's speaking of hawkman there's this thing on online where i heard it's like it, dr fate sacrificed his own life to save a dude whose power is reincarnation <laughs> it's like oh man i knew the dude could reincarnate himself but like the way they framed it it's like oh this kind of makes fate look dumb just sacrifice yourself for a dude whose superpower is that he can come back from the dead just what the hell yeah but that takes for, that takes a while man it's not like instantaneous that takes some time you know and it's not like he comes back from the dead it isn't regeneration it's reincarnation he comes back as someone else that person has to like adapt and grow is it like become an adult again like we ain't got that kind of time you know shit can happen between then and now <clears throat> this movie has some similarities to shazam because like the hero being helped by a fast talking kid who knows a lot about superhero stuff it's really reminiscent of how billy batson was helped by his like stepbrother when he found out he was shazam and he was like um you know he was telling him all about superheroes and they were testing his powers and whatnot they don't do that here like shazam i mean black adam already knows his fucking powers he's had he had them hundreds of years ago and he used them hundreds of years ago to exact revenge on the man who killed his son and his wife so yeah that is it turns out that that guy's descendant is the main villain in this story and he wants to regain a magic crown that he will use to gain power that will allow him to take conduct or i mean take conduct back for his family because his family was a family that ruled hundreds of years ago before they were all you know dethroned and murdered by black adam and he wants to set things back to the way they were back where he was in charge yeah anyway so black adam and shazam having similar characters in their stories and having similar stories in some ways is definitely a good uh, it's definitely a good thing because like black adam is supposed to be like the polar opposite of shazam however they are when when you have this like dark twisted version of a character like um kind of like how abomination is the hulk it's like basically everything bruce banner fears about the hulk gained physical form that's the abomination and when you have that kind of character sure it's important to have him be the polar opposite of the hero but it's also important to have some similarities between them so the hero can say like he sees a bit of himself in there and be like that's a version of me i don't want to be and you know i gotta put a stop to that guy you know that's it's good that that happens that there are those correlations between the two characters <clears throat> when black adam says i'm no hero like the first line of dialogue in the film that corroborate that is no <laughs> no heroes come out to the come out of the ground and you know with oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. look they're still being oppressed and we still have a lot of enemies and see some shit like you know <laughs> no hero's gonna come out of the ground see that the people are being oppressed and say some things like destroy your enemies and everything they care about and then make them beg for mercy but don't give it to them until their final moments it's like no hero would say that dude that's some villainy shit right there that's some straight up villain shit that was that should have been the first sign that this is not the hero of conduct that they think he is there's a big statue championing the hero of conduct because well that statue is actually his son his son was the guy who was granted the powers it's this really nice reveal that comes at the end like towards the end like it's like the midpoint where they reveal like actually 
Like, he wasn't the champion. He wasn't supposed to be the champion. That was his son. Unlike how Billy Batson was the chosen one. He was the guy who was chosen to be Shazam. Whereas with Black Adam, it was his son who got chosen. But he wound up getting the power after his son was killed by the evil, like, emperor who wanted him, who wanted him dead. Because he was a hero for the people. And the emperor wanted the people under his thumb. So yeah, that definitely that was a that was well executed. I mean, it's a it's different from the comics, where in the comics, um, Teth Adam killed his son so that he could get the power for himself, and you know that would that was never gonna happen. That was you know with the Rock, that was never gonna happen. That was never gonna happen. You know, the Rock was gonna play an anti-hero, but he was not gonna play no bad guy. You, it's it's hard to pit Black Adam as a anti-hero if he's the kind of guy who would kill his own son for the sake of power that's some villain shit yeah um uh yeah anyway this is black adam so yeah he's a good he does kill people you know he, he kills people so it's cool there was this scene where it was funny moments there were moments where like black adam wasn't trying to be funny he was trying to be he was just dead serious deadpan asking and it was really funny because the, the mom was like, uh, no, I don't want you teaching my son violence. And he's like, I understand. You want his father to teach him violence. And the guy's like, sitting there like, no, 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 I'm, I'm not his father. I'm, I'm her brother. It's like, oh, okay. So who would you have him teach him teach violence? And the kid's like, yes, mom. Like, yeah, mom. Who who do you want to teach, who want to teach me violence? Like, <laughs> I was like, I was cracking up when I heard that. Like when Black Adam is like descending down to the lower levels. Like, like just like coming down the middle part of the stair. Because he's like bust through a couple walls before he got there. I'm just literally looking and thinking, there's a door right there. Walk through that, man. Why are you busting through walls and shit? Later in the movie, like Fate actually points out, like I don't suppose they had doors back in the other day. And he's like, yes, it's how we entered a building, how we went in and out of buildings. <laughs> like he knows the doors exist and he knows how to use them. He's just choosing to bust through the fucking wall because he can. Just that's that was funny. That made me laugh, dog. Uh, another scene that you feel some of like the rocks personality creeping in there was the scene where he like tossed the guy into the air after he, you know, it turns out he didn't know he didn't want to tell him what he wanted to know, and then Doctor Fate appeared via hologram to say like. You know, like, bring me, so he tells him, like, yeah, that he wouldn't talk. And the guy's like, bring him to me. Like, I'll use my powers to, like, break his mind. And the black guy's like, uh. Because the dude is, like, like, a hundred feet up and falling. And Fate knows what's going on. He looks at him he's like, you killed him, didn't you? Then black guy looks to the left, sees the guy crash into a mountain, like, all splat. And he's like, he didn't make it. He did not make it. <laughs> Oh, that was good. That was good. There was that guy, um, and there was this funny interrogation with like Black Adam and Hawkman. He's got this guy. He's got these two guys. He's like the first one to talk gets to live, and the white guy is like, "We, I think he's, I think he said like we won't tell you or whatever." And so he drops him, <laughs> and then Hawkman goes to save the dude. And then once this other guy tells him what to do, he drops that guy. Then when he goes back to the room, like, Hawkman's pissed, and he's like, like, what, you know, he was like, what the hell, man, he's like, heroes don't kill people. Black Adam's like, I did not kill them, 
I w killed them. They survived. That's why I waited for you to show up so you could. He's like, they would have died if I didn't save them. He's like, I knew that. That's why I waited for you to show up, like, so you could save them. Like, <laughs> I do it your way. Like, <laughs> oh man, oh man, man, it was like, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I, there was never a moment in this movie where I felt like, oh man, this is kind of dragging. There was never really a scene where I had a feeling like, man, this is going. This scene is going on a bit too long, or it's like, go on, get on with it. The movie was very well paced, and the story was just moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. There were few moments where the film stopped to explain itself because it, you know, it could tell like, okay. We need to explain what this is and why it's important so that when later on when you see it we don't have to okay there were some expositionary moments of the characters explaining their powers how they work who they were you know like um like when noah Centenaire explained like how when he grows to like a huge amount he consumes a lot of energy so he has to eat and it gives this funny scene later on where he just strolls into the scene and they try to talk to Black Adam, and he's got like a bucket of chicken, KFC, Condock fried chicken. Just <laughs> I can't, I gotta chuckle out of me. There's a lot of things in this movie that just gotta chuckle out of me, man. What the hell? <laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, um, I really uh, the final fight between Black Adam and that demon. Sabak, I think his name is. That was cool, man. Shazam grabbing the dude right before he. Thing is, there was this powerful moment where Fate was battling Sabak in his like demon form after putting on the crown and getting the power. This dude is just straight up the devil. So yeah, his devil form and you know getting power. I when I first saw the trailer of him rising up out of the ground, I thought it was Trigon. But no, that's not Trigon. That's just some other devil-looking dude. So yeah, as Fate is simultaneously battling him in multiple copies, he is also sending a telepathic message to Black Adam. And he's willing him to free himself from the restraints. Because once um, he thought like the, the evil guy was defeated and he'd saved everyone, he was like, he, you know, uh, Hawkman had convinced him to turn himself in. So he said Shazam, went back to human. They locked him up. And in this black site, this place filled with fucking chambers of people floating in water, which we can only assume are other, like, ultra-powerful beings that can't just be locked into a jail somewhere. Like, Tess, like, um, I don't know, like the black site that they used to hold Task Force X, you know? So, it's like, damn, what's the story in this fucking place? What else is in here? It's like that room in Indiana Jones where, um, they, they just stash the fucking Ark of the Covenant, like, they stick it in a box. And then they just put it in a box of a, a warehouse full of other boxes of other shit and then leave it. Like, that's it. This is the Ark of the fucking Covenant. It's evidence that the Bible is, is like a history book and not just a religious text. So you're just going to stick it in a box and put it in a pile somewhere and forget about it? Like, that's kind of what they do with Black Adam. You know, like, uh, with Amanda Waller, she was like, when in in the first Suicide Squad movie, she said like when she captured Harley Quinn and Killer Croc and all that, she's like they put him in a hole and threw away the hole. This is not simply putting someone in a hole and throwing away the hole. This is putting them 
This is burying them into the ground and then just, I don't know, pouring cement over it and then building a building on top of that shit, man. It's in the middle of the Arctic. It is deep underground, frigid ass water. And not only that, not only are you deep underground, not only are you, not only are you in the middle of nowhere, but you are also chained up and in like suspended animation floating in this tube, like fucking the bad guy from G.I. Joe in, when he's in like, G.I. Joe retaliation. You know, just, damn, man. They done Cobra commanded this dude. Shit. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, um... Anyway, that's, that's... So, there's this speech that Dr. Fate gives, and it wills Black Adam out to, like, bust out of the cell and, like, run to freedom and will himself out of it, despite being in his weakened human form. Like, it's like his... It's, it's basically a malnutrition, like, slave. The body he had when he was a slave. It was all malnutritioned and skinny, and he had to, like, bust out, like, get free himself from the guards and swim back to safety from deep, deep under the water, freezing-ass water. And he's just willing himself back to the surface so that he can say Shazam and go back to save his people. And there's this moving speech by Fate. I can't, like, quote it verbatim, but it's really good. It's like, it's like when Nick Fury was saying, like, was telling the Avengers, like, you're an Avenger. Like, you, like we need that. The world needs that. It was really, it really motivated. It was that, like, end, it was like beginning of the third act speech to motivate the heroes back into battle you know it was really moving like aunt may everybody needs a hero I, it's like i believe there's a hero in all of us that it was it was like that but it, it, no man it, it, it was it was moving man it wasn't it wasn't quite spider-man 2 moving but it was up there man it's up there in terms of rousing speeches to get you back in action it was a fucking independence day levels of shit you know yeah, President's Speech and Independence Day, and I really enjoyed this movie. The fight between the Black Adam and the main villain, where he ends it off by lifting him up into the sky, all charged up with energy, and whispers to him, Tell them a man in black sent you. <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. I love this shit, man. This shit's badass, man. Some people think it's corny to have a one-liner before the kill. But not if it's a cool one-liner like this, man. Not if it's one of the most badass one-liners in the history of the DCEU. God damn. Whew. Man, it's awesome. So Black Adam kills the bad guy, goes to sit on his throne. It wouldn't get this shot of the rock sitting on his throne, but it don't feel right to him. So he gets up and he blasts the shit to pieces. And it's like, sure, he's going to be in conduct, but he's not going to be ruling the place. He's going to be a, the hero the city needs. That's what he's gonna be, you know. He's gonna be the anti-hero the city needs. But yeah, that's. Whew, that was awesome. I'm running out of cool things to say. Not because there's not a lot of them, because I'm just having a hard time remembering them. So yeah, man, I love this movie. Like the music, uh, the costumes, the action, the jokes. The jokes land, man. For the first time in a while, in the DCEU, first time since I'm guessing Shazam. The jokes land, dude. Oh, I wish we could see more of this character, especially given the mid-credits scene between him and Superman. When, you know, Waller tells Black Adam, like, okay, you're out of the ground and you're not going to be locked up. Okay, that's fine. We can, we're cool with you being, 
you know hanging around as long as you stay in conduct this is now your proof it's like you won't stay in our prison fine conduct is now your prison you so much as step out of here we're gonna we're like we're gonna have to stop you and black adam's like there's no one on this planet who can stop me it's like well i know some people who aren't from this planet and superman comes down it's that richard donner theme bum, 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 you know and he's like black adam we should talk ah oh, man man uh eight out of ten absolutely would recommend definite rewatch just you know the dour note and realization that after this you know there will be no henry cavill versus black adam versus black adam movie there will be no black adam versus shazam movie at least not for a really long time um you know just i can't help but i really love this movie but now given everything that's happened with gone coming in announcing this all new slate it's just um only feeling i have I and mean, i enjoyed this movie i have so many awesome thoughts and films with this movie but the dceu as it is all i gotta say is this quote from phil shelton in marvel ruins um we were on the cusp of greatness an age of marvels yeah that's it for me. I've been the Shogun. This has been the S and W Experience Reviews for The Man in Black, the last DCEU movie, Black Adam. I'm here now. I'm doing the best I can. Where are you now? Step by step, we'll live the sin and let me know, live the sin.